Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of The Walk. I'm Father Roderick. It's a nice day. Fall is coming. And actually, I'm looking forward to winter. After this hot summer, I really would love me some snow. (laughs) But we haven't had snow for the past few years, but I still... There is something extremely cozy about winter and uh, and Christmas. Let's not forget Christmas. It's going to be different than any other year. We were talking uh, about how to celebrate Christmas in church now that we have to maintain social distance. And uh, usually, of course, Christmas is the most popular um, product... <laughs> that we offer the world at least here in the Netherlands so hundreds if not thousands of people want to go to church but this year of course it's going to be all different even if we would do multiple Christmas services masses whatever in church we couldn't fit in the people (laughs) and I'm not even sure that people will want to come to church However, I would like to still um, give them the religious dimension of Christmas. So I'm starting to think creatively about how can we, how can we celebrate Christmas. Uh, given the situation that we're in, how can we make it the best Christmas ever instead of the worst Christmas ever? That's the mindset that I think is necessary to think creatively. you got to really... Aim for the best, for the maximum. Make a, make a wish list. And, bef- and when you make a wish list, you should never start with the limitations. But also, always with the aspiration. And, and even if you don't know exactly how to realize it, if you start limiting yourself beforehand, you'll ne- never get anywhere. <laughs> it's kind of the gist of what I shared with you in the last episode of The Walk. Uh, self-limiting thoughts... Is, you should abandon that. You will encounter your own limits in the process. But you can only find your limits. It's like running or any type of sports. You will only discover your uh, maximum heartbeat if you push yourself to the limit. If you tell yourself, oh, I'm old, I can't do this. You will never reach that top uh, performance. And so, uh, today I would like to do a, an exercise with you in making wish lists and dreaming up your life, your career, your relationship, your, uh, your, your religious life. Let's dream. And, of course, I don't know your personal situation, so I don't know exactly what your dream is but I would invite you to dream along with me Um, and I'm not saying that you should have the same dreams but maybe my if if I uh, if I formulate my own dream wish list that will help you come up with some ideas for for your own dreams let's start with the most basic elements of your life what do you want your day and your week to look like again don't focus too much on how it is now but ideally 
what would be your wish list? When I dream about a life that I aspire to, I'm always thinking about the Shire. Ever since I've been to Matamata in New Zealand, and I've walked around among these hobbit holes, I kind of, I left a bit of my soul there. I was like, oh, if only heaven could be like this. And the question, of course, is, well, what is it exactly that I like about um, this hobbit life? And I think it is, uh, there are multiple answers to that. The first thing is beauty. What I love about the Shire, uh, the film set in Matamata, is how beautiful it is. It is a hilly landscape. There, are, there is no uh, horizon pollution, no big buildings, no industry. All the way to the horizon, it is nature. And it helps you realize how big the world is and how beautiful the world is without us messing it up and making it ugly. Look at our city sometimes. The buildings, the architecture nowadays, it's, a lot of it is just plain ugly. Square, it's efficient, cheap, but it's not pretty, it's not beautiful. So, beauty. I would like my life... I, I would like to be surrounded by beauty, by nature. I want to see butterflies. Well, at least <laughs> when they're around. Flowers. I want to see snow mountains sunsets beautiful colors when the sun rises early in the morning silence I want no audio pollution like cars and trains and grating sounds of people uh, you know drilling or whatnot. beauty so okay how can I apply that into my personal situation? How can I create that? That's for later. But let's acknowledge... Whoops, there was this butterfly almost flying into, into my face here. <laughs> but it, it, start with a dream. You would like your environment to look pretty, natural, beautiful. What I also like about the Hobbit life is um, it is not very big. You can go for a walk, uh, but you know the way. On every corner there's another Hobbit hole. You know the people that live there. Um, this is like this miniature society that makes it safe, um, in a certain way, makes you feel like you're home. I've always, I love big cities like New York City and Paris and Rome, but I would never want to live in there. What I like about those cities is the discovery. No matter how, how often I've been in Rome, there's always something new to, to, to discover and to explore. There are always new people also. But when I want to be home, how do I feel at home in Rome? I go to the usual places. I always go to the same restaurant. I always go to the same gelateria. I visit the same churches. Because that is, even in a big city, 
is the small world that I can create where I feel at home. Um, what I also love about the Hobbit life is the good-natured uh, atmosphere, the kindness of the people, sense of humor, telling stories, um, greeting each other. So a certain gentleness, not having to worry about people attacking you or yelling at you. Of course, in, even in Hobbiton, some, some, there were some nasty hobbits or not kind. Uh, but all in all, it's a very uh, gentle people. So a certain gentleness. I would also want to mention the, uh, the food. <laughs> in the, at least in the movies, you always see uh, that they're, they're, the food is good in the Shire. And it's natural. It's not a microwave. They don't go to a drive-through uh, restaurant or whatever. It's not even takeaway or pizza delivery. They cook. And they have fresh fruit on the table and homemade bread that is crunchy and flavorful and steamy because it comes out of the oven. There's something about that fish that, that Bilbo is preparing right before he gets uh, visited by the dwarves. And it's just a simple fish with a bit of, you know, sauce and, and it looks delicious. Even when the dwarves are uh, pillaging his hobbit hole, it's good food. The cheeses, the, the, the sausages, the ham, the bread, oh, the beer. It's all natural. I love that. Feels like this is, this is what we're supposed to eat. Instead of all the prefab plastic wrapped stuff that we surround ourselves with. Um, reading. I don't know why, but I always associate the image of the Shire with a hobbit on a bench reading a book. Or writing a book, for that matter. But it's a very... Um, it's an oral tradition. That stories are very important in the world of hobbits. And it's through stories that they teach the younger generation. Just like Gandalf is telling stories and illustrating them with his fireworks... And uh, Bilbo is talking to the kids uh, during his birthday party. And they are all mesmerized by his stories about orcs and dragons and dwarves. So stories. I would like to have a life where that's filled with stories. I'm going to stop right there. And just as an exercise, I want to apply that to the real world. So if that is my wish list... Well, I don't live in Matamata. I don't have a hobbit hole. And I have to get my groceries at the supermarket. And my life is kind of busy. So how can I realize those dreams? Well, creative thinking. Um, first aspect of my dream was beauty. I'd love to have experiences of beauty in nature. Well... My house is actually quite nice and surrounded, at least in the back, by trees and there's a garden. So I have not much to complain there. 
I have worked hard to to make my house feel really like a, a bit like a hobbit hole. Uh, that's why I finally got the carpet out and replaced it with um, laminate. And it's actually the type of laminate that I would picture in a hobbit hole. So, yes, I did invest in uh, furniture that kind of matches my ideal furniture. So oftentimes that means I don't go for the cheapest. I don't go for what IKEA tells me that is uh, trendy. I don't care. A lot of what I see at IKEA is usually pretty ugly. And I don't want to surround myself with that. But there will be the occasional thing that is like, oh, well, that fits very well into a Harry Potter-themed room or in a uh, Hobbit-themed environment. So I just go and scout for that kind of stuff. And I build it up. And there's, there's actually a lot of joy in kind of slowly, bit by bit, step by step, year by year, creating this environment just by furniture and decorations that evokes a little bit of that, of that, of the Shire. Um, Nature also is, uh, for me, very important to go out every day, to go for a walk like I do right now, to even when it's raining or when it's windy, just be outside and appreciate, even if there is just a small park and that's all there is, Focus on the details. Go small if you don't have big forests to walk in. But also, just go and take a bike or a car if necessary and drive to a nature reserve. There's always nature somewhere in your neighborhood. But even if it takes you... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> takes you half an hour to get there. You can then walk for about two hours, three hours, and then just take it in. If it's only once a day, once a week, it will still fuel that need for being close to nature and experiencing the benefits of being in touch with uh, with creation. What else did I mention? The the gentleness, the kindness. Well, if you live in a anonymous world where you don't know your neighbors, or you're in a big city. Um, surround yourself with friends. Make friends. Be gentle and be selective. People that are toxic, that are getting on your nerves, keep them out of your circle, friends. Don't feel obliged to, to keep the same f- circle of friends or colleagues uh, that you had years ago it's up to you. you you can't change your friends but you can change your friends so find people that are gentle with you that mirror your own values that behave that treat you the way you would want to treat them that's a, a very simple method uh, what about what else did I say food food is ultimately very, very much hackable. You can change what you eat. You can change your recipes. If you want to eat more like a hobbit, go rewatch those movies and try to find recipes that are not dependent on processed food, on plastic stuff, and make it a, a game to cook like a hobbit. And actually cook. Take time to prepare your own meals instead of just buying everything prefab or going to a restaurant. 
enjoy you know, watch cooking videos I, on my Patreon show uh, Father Roderick to the Max every week I share recipes that I've tried out myself and it's so much fun I learn so much for, just by watching cooking videos on TikTok where in, in like 20 seconds they will give you a recipe that may take half an hour to make but then the joy is for me to just try to mimic what they did and, and just the joy of cooking making something yourself it, I can't do it every day but I do make sure that I cook a couple of day, times a week at least because it is I don't know it is, psychologically it's doing something with me I appreciate reading Hobbits read this may be my biggest challenge to create a lifestyle that is conducive to reading and to storytelling. Uh, of course, the easiest way for me is to just watch cool series on TV. Um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, they, they are the storytelling platforms for me. That's, that's how I learn about life. That's how I enjoy stories. That's, that's how my imagination is, uh, is triggered. But also, old-fashioned reading a book is something that I... Um, that I've, I've uh, at times been successful at integrating into my daily routine. Um, recently, I have to say, it is more something in the category should, would like to, but nothing prevents me from rearranging my life and cutting back on some, some activities to make room for an hour of reading. Uh, Cliff Ravenscraft told me that every morning he, he wakes up at five and then goes to the gym but he sits in the parking lot in his car for two hours. So he wakes up at five, goes to the gym, but instead of going into the gym right away, he parks his car and reads for two hours. Maybe takes notes, etc. So that, for him, is, is a safe place. And I, I understand why he does it, because he's got a family at home, and you don't want to wake them up. But you also sometimes you need to take yourself out of your day-to-day routine and an environment that triggers certain certain behaviors or you know like why do, why do we never read a book in an office at work because that environment is not it's not there for that activity um, so going into a certain place like for, for, for prayer I did the same um, I created in the hallway on the first floor of the rectory I created this small chapel and I had this chair, and currently everything is being renovated, so it's a big mess upstairs. And um, there's not even a floor right now, because they're, uh, they're putting in place a new uh, bathroom, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> Never thought I'd, I'd share that, but I'm super excited about my new bathroom, because it's finally something not out of the Middle Ages. But, um, so, but as soon as... The, there is a new floor and the bathroom is, is made, I'm really eager to restore that little chapel um, because it was my, my, my place of calm. It's not a room that I, you know, for instance, some rooms I have multiple things. Like in my bed, bedroom, I also have a TV. I have my, my PC there, a gaming PC. Even that is something I, I ideally wouldn't like to have in the same room because... Um, I don't know, it could trigger 
if you want to go to bed and there's also a TV, you may be tempted to watch TV. I never watch TV from, from my bed. I don't like that and I'm too sleepy anyway. But um, having this specific place, like the, the bench in front of Bilbo's house, that's where he sits and ponders about life and, and smokes, a, uh, smokes his pipe. And, and that's, that's a safe place for, for Bilbo. That's where he can nod at, at other hobbits and encounter the occasional wizard. <laughs> well, creating a special place for reading, creating your own space for praying, that will help you to also mark those moments during the day and to value them instead of doing them next to something else. I, I, I have a lot of colleagues that will say their prayers um, while on the road, while they're just doing other stuff or uh, sitting at the, at the dinner table. You know, I still have to do the, say, the uh, liturgy of the hours. So they'll just uh, quickly uh, pray their prayers and then continue what they were doing in the same place. I don't like that. I prefer to have like a special place that is for prayer, that is for God in a certain way. Um, that works for me. What else uh, did I mention about uh, the Hobbit life? I think that was about it. Like creating a make the world small. Yeah. Well, I told you how I did that in Rome. But you can also do that in your own neighborhood. Have some places where it could be your favorite coffee shop. You know, I'm not talking about Dutch coffee shops where you can sell or where people buy drugs. But, uh, you know, Starbucks or something like that. Or your favorite bagel place. Find a few of those places in your own neighborhood. Could also be stores. Maybe not the big supermarket, but the little mom and pop shop where you make sure that you become a, a frequent customer, that that is where, where they know you. Talk to the owner, have a little bit of a conversation. Make it part of your little village, even though you live in a big city. That is a way to make your world smaller, to create your own shire, even if you live in a big world. Those are just a few, few ideas on how to, how to first start with the dreams uh, don't hold yourself back and then start a creative process that, where one by one you think about ways in which you can realize those dreams. And then you'll come up with ways to do that that you never thought of before had, did, if you hadn't formulated those dreams. Um, I'm hesitating to do another list Maybe I should. Maybe I should just leave it at this. Last time I did a very long episode of the walk, but th- maybe the, the the homework for this week could be focus on one area of your life. It could be health, for instance. If you could make a wish list of what you would like to look like, how you would like to feel physically, uh, what sports you would like to to do, you know, one, one of my. <laughs> Once, maybe, someday, wishes is I would like to ride, uh, learn how to ride a horse. Ever since I saw The Lord of the Rings, I have this like inner Aragorn that is really uh, intrigued by getting to know how to ride a horse. Well, if I keep that on my 
maybe one day list, of course, it's never going to materialize. But what if you turn your woulds and shoulds into musts? If it's really an important dream, then stop just dreaming about it, but put it on top of your priority list and make room for it. Find a creative solution to give it a, a, a place in your week and, and also calculate the cost because that's, you know, there's no dream without a price. That's a good thing. It means you're limited in what you can do. So it's, it's like minimalism. It's not about not owning anything, but it's always if you get something new in your life, let go of something else that no longer has value for you. Same is true for activities. If you would like to read more, then maybe give up on one or two Netflix series. Uh, and, and, <laughs> or, or just mindless Netflix browsing. How often do we do that? Wait, I don't even want to watch this, but I'm just sitting in front of the TV and this is what uh, Netflix suggested, so I'm just watching it anyway. You could have read your favorite book in that time. I'm talking to myself here, of course. <laughs> but, uh, but pick an area in your life. Make this wish list. Do, do the same exercise. Uh, let's say, formulate 10 wishes. Make a top 10. Put it in the right order of desirability. And then take a, uh, take a walk or something like that and think of ways in which you could um, realize those dreams. And what do you have to give up for that? What do you trade in for this thing of greater value? Maybe you'll discover that there's actually quite a bit of fluff in your life that you spend resources on, whether it's time or money. or That actually are much less desirable than your real dreams. The things that would, at the end of your life, would make you go, well, I'm so glad that I did that. Could also be travel, you know. There are still a number of destinations and things that I want to do um, but if I keep limiting myself to the way I organized my vacations in the past, I will never get to do them. So this year I, I actually b broke the, the pattern. So for years I've been going on vacation with the same group of priests and we're good friends. But gradually I was getting more and more dissatisfied by the... Um, uh, maybe also, I don't know. It's, I, there are definitely some values in, in being together for two weeks as friends and priests, but also um, more and more I felt like my, uh, my time is limited and there are a number of places that I would like to visit, but they would never go along with that. I've proposed it, I tried, believe me. And so why would we go yet again to... Italy or France where we've been a thousand times whereas one of my dreams is to tour New Zealand by bike I'm not kidding you that is on my to-do list I want to go through the southern island in the springtime and I want to tour the entire island by bike I know that it's possible I know that people have done it I would like to do that well if I have the choice between spending two days or two weeks in a kind of boring part of Italy uh, with 
the same group of friends or take that time, travel to New Zealand and do the, the bike journey of my life. It's an easy choice. And it's not that I'm deprecating the friendship that I have with these priests, but there are other ways to celebrate that friendship and to nurture it. It doesn't have to be all the time the same summer vacation. When I proposed it, they were shocked. Like, you don't want to go with, on vacation with us. Um, I almost felt as if I was breaking uh, a sacred tradition. But I'm just breaking the pattern. And... I think that there is value in that, even the exercise of doing that, of trying to break through this habit of, well, but it's a tradition that every year we do it this way. I'm thinking, well, mm, life is about traditions, definitely, but it's also sometimes about going out of your comfort zone. And I have this desire in me to, to go explore the world, and I feel like I, I will never be able to do that unless I really choose to do it, when this would and should turns into a must. So for me, one of my challenges is, okay, when am I going to travel to New Zealand? Well, of course, right now with the coronavirus, um, I can dream as much as I want, but there is no way I will get into the country. doesn't mean that that is completely out of the picture. The world will be different a couple of years from now, so I'm just keeping it on my list. And... I'm certainly, as soon as I get the, the ability or the occasion, I will, I'll make it happen. I don't know how, but that's not part of the, of the, of the homework. You think about the, about the how once you've decided that this, is, this must be part of your life. And then you will find the how. I'm convinced of that. All right, that's enough for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon on another episode. In case you want to join the discussion, the conversation, the brainstorming and the discernment on Discord, which is the little community server for patrons, then take a look at patreon.com slash fatheroderick and join this awesome group of people that want to change their lives and change the world and, uh, and build something. Like, there are friendships there that are super valuable to me and to the people that are part of the community and I would really love to you to be a part of that community as well so uh, patreon.com slash father Roderick talk to you guys soon bye